Mike, thank you for joining us. How are you doing? I'm great. Excellent. Great start. Loving the uh, for the people who may be listening to this on audio. I've got some various Star Wars paraphernalia in the background. There's that R2-D2 Stormtrooper. Yep, I got... Let's just uh, talk about this shelf for half an hour. There's a lot going uh, on. <laughs> yeah, I've got a Lego globe up there that I that I have. A bunch of globes over on the side here. Is that 2D or 3D? It's the important question. It's a, it is. It, it's actually a bunch of Lego surfaces, and they're all, this, the individual pieces are flat with bumps on them. <laughs> I think the, the flat earthers will find that uh, they won't know what to think. Excellent. All right, well, maybe that's a good place to start. I mean, maybe you can tell us exactly what it is you do. What do you focus on? Uh, well, I mostly do flat earth debunking, and it mostly turns into just science education. I debate flat earthers, which is then a, uh, you know, I'm teaching an unwilling student science. Uh, because, <laughs> because flat earthers don't understand science generally. They think they do, but they they almost never do. Um, I say almost a little generously. So, yeah, they... I do I do do the debates uh, typically every Tuesday night, and then I do uh, a bunch of other um, videos on that are pre-recorded and scripted on my Conspiracy Tunes channel, where I, I just kind of kind of take the piss sometimes. Excellent. Well, I, it, I mean, I'm worried here because I'm a skeptic, and I, I feel like I'm just going to nod along and, and kind of uh, ask you how people can possibly believe these kind of things. And I'm sure you'll give some good answers to that too. But it might be a good idea if people in the chat. People who are on the fence on the flat earth theory or, or are full on proponents of it might want to get some questions in there now. And I'll, I'll put them to Mike at some point. But uh, I suppose the first question is, is the earth flat? No. And we're it's, done. It, yep, that's it. No, uh, the, the easy, the easiest understanding that the earth is not flat is that the sun sets. Um, ancient cultures thought that the earth was flat, but they said that the earth, that the sun at nighttime went in a tunnel underneath the earth or a portal or something like that. They didn't know that nighttime for them was daytime for somebody else. But now we know the sun is always up somewhere. So it, it can't just go underneath the dirt. It's uh, it's on the other side of the globe. So that's, that's the most simple thing. The sun could never set. And they, they don't even have the basic, it's kind of, you really only need like elementary school geometry to understand that. And they, they don't <laughs> grasp that. Well, I mean, you spoke a moment ago about, uh, educating somebody who's invested in, in this idea. And you, to have an, a view like this, which is, I think it's fair to say, an extreme view, the idea that the Earth is flat, you must have gone down a serious rabbit hole of constant misinformation. And, and that really, you know, embeds you uh, in this ideology. It's often, well, more often than not, mixed in with conspiracy theory uh, as well. So, I mean, how do you even begin to reason with somebody like that? Because there's... These reasons to believe just stating fact, scientific facts that people in response to their views doesn't really move the needle much. You know, there's the idea that perhaps a Socratic method might be more useful. How, how do you approach it with these people uh, when you're not taking the piss, that is? Uh, yeah. And, and when I'm talking to them, I, I, I try to come into the conversation fair. And a lot of the time they, they have no interest. So it, it goes off the rails quick. <laughs> so how? Well, yeah, uh, you know, you can falsify flat earth through you know things like the sun the sun could never set or the the angular size of the moon doesn't dramatically change throughout the night or the day you see it during the day too um but yeah how do you how do you reason with them well the, the reality is that in you, they didn't get to be flat earthers through reasoning they're unlikely to get out through reasoning so when i debate them really it's just entertainment for intelligent people 
you know, people watch. We enjoy no, doing what we know the Flat Earthers are going to do. Uh, there's there's the intention that there are people watching that will maybe be inoculated to it. They'll they'll hear these different things and you know have an understanding of oh well that talking point from the flat earthers doesn't make sense because they heard an explanation of it where you might not have heard an explanation for it before people might one of their the ones they like to say is that the horizon always rises to eye level but it doesn't they'll they'll show a video in a plane and you're like oh there's the horizon but where is eye level they they lead you down this path to think that the eye level is where the horizon is but there's no actual measurement of it Oh, they'll do the same with the balloon that's at high elevation. And of course, the, the camera is wobbling up and down. They're like, oh, look, it rose to eye level. Well, where's eye level? We don't know. So when you actually go measure it, you can do that for yourself in a, uh, installing an app on your phone to measure eye, um, eye level. Go in a plane and see. Oh, no, it didn't. It's three and three or three and a half degrees below eye level is where the horizon is. So something like that is... is um, a way that they can fool people into thinking that the earth is flat because they, they don't have the background to know that. Yeah. And I, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that people would believe extraordinarily false things, but the mindset fascinates me. And I always find a way to sort of cut through a lot of it is to get them explain to explain, well, who would possibly benefit from such position? I don't think I've ever heard that this in terms of, or, you know, I've not heard an explanation in terms of, you know, the flat earth ideology. So obviously the idea must be that this information is being concealed from us by some overreaching entity, a government, perhaps a new world order, whatever it might be. This is being intentionally kept from us and covered up. So what reasons do they usually give for this what how do these people benefit from pretending the earth isn't flat yeah so there's two primary things that they say the first and it's ridiculous uh the first is they claim that they are hiding god that that somehow if if people were to discover that that the earth was flat and that there was a dome over it and whatever that that everybody then would realize that the earth was flat and then they would say, Oh, but God made it just for us. Um, there's not a lot of atheist flat earthers. So, I mean, there's a little bit to that, but then you have to say, well, who's hiding it? Well, they are hiding it, whoever they are. And it's, it's so imp impossibly convincing that everybody will definitely believe in God. If they, if they find out about it, except for they, know about it and they are not convinced about God. So if the people hiding it aren't convinced, then it certainly isn't actually that convincing, right? It, it, it falls apart when you just analyze, you know, the, the, the idea at all. The second is the claim that, and, and the guy coming on in a little bit says this, um, says that they are hiding more land, that there's more land past Antarctica in some bigger, wider thing. And these people generally don't think that there's a dome over it. They don't generally think that, that it comes down in Antarctica. So they, there's differing positions on that. Um, of course, when you actually look at that, it also doesn't make sense because every time in, in history when new lands have been discovered, there's been, what, a rush for everybody to go there and claim it by sending people there, right? When, when America was discovered, what did England do? And Portugal and Spain, you sent everybody here. 
I plant this flag. I claim this land in the name of whoever. That's what they do. That's what they do when when new land is discovered. Well, yeah, sorry about that, did, by the way. They do. It's all, it's all good. We, we had a little skirmish later about it. <laughs> yeah, T went overboard and, and we were, were good again. Yeah. All is forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so there's all that didn't happen. Why would they not say, all right, everybody, you from our country, whatever country, go claim it so that we can be more powerful because of it? It doesn't happen either. Um, those are the two reasons why that I generally hear. There's a few other kind of less popular ones, but those are the main ones. Okay, that's cool. That's the first time I'm hearing those, actually. Uh, can't say it's moved me much, but it's, it's good to know. I mean, you said something interesting there about atheists uh, not overwhelmingly not subscribing to the flat earth theory, I suppose, because a lot of them reside in that sort of skeptical camp. There's a correlation there, isn't there? And it made me just think of some of the other the other con uh, kind of phenomena you've covered, and that's this idea of flat earth evangelism. Now, this is interesting to me because it's not simply just a, a conspiracy or a belief or something friends get together and talk about. People are actually going out and proselytizing this belief of the flat earth. I mean, is, is this an indication that it has strayed over into the realm of religion? Yeah, well, it always was religion, really. That Back in, in eight, the 1880s, Robottom, who was uh, from England there, he... Uh, he came out of a, a, a religious uh, commune. They actually kind of kicked him out, I think, because of his his stuff. And um, they, so he he started doing it as you know a, a religious tie-in. So it's always had this background of of religion. But yes, it is. They, they try to make they try to claim science supports them, but in reality, no science actually supports them. And then when you show the science that doesn't support them, they still continue to hold out of the belief because it's a belief it's a religion so yeah when they go out on on street corners and travel around the country and and start yelling on loudspeakers uh there was a guy here in the united states went to mount rushmore got uh set up a loudspeaker got arrested because you're not allowed to do it where he was doing it they're like you can do it over here but not here um there's people in england that that do it um not just at like um speaker's corner in, in yeah in London the, Hyde Park Hyde Park yeah that you kind of expect that kind of stuff there but they'll they'll go everywhere there there was a tour around Europe of a bunch of flat earthers that got in vans or something and brought their stuff set up in parks and started proselytizing on uh, streets there I love the idea of a global tour of flat earthers. It's quite yep. quite delicious on the face of it. Uh, Fred in the chat has asked a, a great question about demographics. How many flat earth people are there? Do we have any sort of handle statistic wise? How many people subscribe to this worldview? There, there are a few different things that people have done on demographics. I don't think they're very accurate. Uh, uh, things like in Brazil, it's actually very popular. Oh, education is kind of poor there. Um, in America, you know, flat earthers they they like to claim all sorts of wild stuff like the majority. Uh, they'll say believe it, but of course that's not the case. I I run into people all the time who are like, "You do what on YouTube? I've never heard of that." Um, so they've actually never heard of flat Earth. So they laugh they laugh at the topic even. So what percentage? I would say it's significantly less than one percent. But because it's a religion and there's there it's such a deep held thing they're noisy about it so they make more noise than the people that that have a religious position on some topic that other people don't agree with you know uh 
hangs tight as ass. So if it's flat, do planes fly at an angle or horizontal? I think anyone who's ever been on a plane and looked on the graphic in the the front of them, on the on the passenger seat in front of them, can give you an answer there. But please feel free. Planes fly. Uh, typically, they they get up to to speed and they get to elevation and then they they average everything out or balance everything out. There's four the four forces of flight, um, and they get them so that it stays at the same elevation, which is elevation is not curve. It's the distance from the center of the earth or distance from a, a zero point. Um, and, and because air pressure is lower when you're higher and, and higher when you're lower, right? It sits in this band of equal pressure and the, without giving it more thrust, it's not going to leave that band of equal pressure. So it will continue at that same elevation generally um, over time. So the, the actual, they actually do tip their, their nose up a small amount because they're always fighting against gravity. So that's how they, um, horizontal or, or vertical or whatever, not, not quite. More Is there a, a cost in your mind in terms of a drain on your time and, and, uh, and mental faculties having to debunk all this stuff? Because you'll know better than anyone that it takes minutes to throw a conspiracy theory in the air or a bit of misinformation. It can take months, years, decades to fully debunk something. We've seen this with sort of JFK shootings, you know, 9-11 truthers, things like that. I mean, you're, you're dedicating a lot of your time to cleaning up a lot of mess. Does this ever make you think perhaps I should do something else in, in the nicest possible way? I, I sometimes do, but it's my hobby. Yeah. I, I like doing it. I enjoy doing it. Um, I, if all the flat earthers went away tomorrow, I would find something else to do. I might go back to doing martial arts. I might uh, do more woodworking uh, or do more science education on YouTube. Um, so I enjoy it. It is, it is interesting. They do bring up on occasion something new. And then it's a chance for me to learn something because, um, you know, I, I, I've read, I've read a lot of Einstein's relativity stuff since talking with flat earthers. I wouldn't have uh, learned these things, uh, in, in as much depth as I have otherwise. That's a really important point. Is I, I'm a big subscriber to sort of the John Stuart Mill way of thinking in terms of living truth, constantly having your ideas challenged, even if you're 100% in them, because if they're not challenged, you just end up regurgitating dogma and you don't really understand the things you believe. So I, I imagine you've learned a lot about you know physics and the, the earth just in the process of debunking a lot of the nonsense. Yeah. Um, I studied electrical engineering and computer science at university and, and, uh, I've written software my whole career. So coming back around into the physics stuff that I studied when I was um, in school has been has been great fun for me. I always enjoyed physics, less biology. I'm a, I'm a media student. It's far too difficult for me. Physics is a real subject. I try to do the bare minimum. I can get in and out is my is my thing. Yep. I, I defer I defer my uh, knowledge to people like you who are far more informed. Um, somebody's asked as well. Does science say that the universe is flat? Um, in in an understanding that flat earthers could not understand. <laughs> so, <laughs> and 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 it's definitely outside of of uh, normal intuitive physics. So uh, I'll, I'll leave that to, uh, you know, you can, you can watch some things or read some of the more um, advanced things on it. But uh, yeah, in, 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 in the not shape of the earth type meeting, yes, it is. 
Yeah, and I'm, I'm often worried as well about these ideas because I suppose, I mean, the internet's really helped, hasn't it? Uh, these people can find each other and, uh, you know, pat each other on the back and affirm each other's views and they can now organise in a way which wouldn't have been possible a while ago. Now, how, how do you think the internet ha has shaped our discourse and culture? Because to me, a while back, there was this almost naive uh, understanding that, you know, the internet's not real life. These these people with these kooky ideas can't really affect anything. But it does seem to me like there's been a fair bit of spillover of conspiracy into the mainstream thanks to the internet. I don't know how you feel about this. Oh, it, absolutely. You know, before the internet, every town, you know, every village had the village idiot. And the internet has made it possible for the global community of village idiots to communicate with each other fast. So flat earthers are just the village idiots that are in a global community community of other village idiots. <laughs> and um, I think I said at the, the start of the show, I kind of mentioned that I think flat earthism, it's an extremist view in, in many ways. And for me, I'm a big believer in this idea. I think it might be in Voltaire. I can't remember who said it. This the idea of those who believe uh, absurdities will commit atrocities. And I was just wondering, have you seen anything in your research uh, to denote that these people might spill over into doing something in terms of activism or more direct attempts to convince people of their worldview? I, I don't think that Flat Earth is the impetus for that. Yeah. You, you, there are people that have done things that are Flat Earthers in recent times, um, and I'm sure that will continue but they also have like like you notice other things right so flat earthers go for the whole the whole list right they don't get to flat earth without having gone through or or bringing along with them all of the other things they, you know the whatever you take your pick chemtrails um, must be in the oh, I would it, imagine it, it, yeah chemtrails is almost mandatory um <laughs> they, they, they are you know the, the Q, Q people huge overlap with Q um huge overlap with you know all the, the 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 things that the Q people talked about that people they claim do with kids, all that nonsense. They they've they make those claims all the time, and you know it's pretty disgusting. But that's usually coming from somewhere next to flat Earth. So when so I I don't think there's going to be a, a at least not in mass and any number of flat Earthers are like doing violence in the name of flat Earth. Um, I have had many threats against me some death threats against me um from flat earthers but they're on the other side of the internet so you take what you take you know it's it's there's only so much um i do intentionally keep things about me private so that uh, you know i don't want them showing up at my work or anything it's interesting what you say because it's not a pick and choose with the conspiracies is it that kind of indicates it's a mindset more than anything else it's not it's not like someone's going to be on board with chemtrails and uh you know flat earth and then turn the nose apart moon hoax landings for, for yeah. example um our tireless producer ash has asked a great question who does mike think is the high priest of the flat earth community so who who's the final boss of flat earthism the final boss. Oh, there's a few. Uh, I wouldn't say high priest. I don't think that's a fair word, but there's there's a few. Um, there's um, Mark Sargent, Jaronism, Eric Dubay are the, the most prominent ones. Uh, Bob Nodell recently died. 
Uh, so he, I would have included him in there. You've got uh, Dave Weiss, who you've had on, though I, I don't think he's quite as prominent as them. Um, if you go like towards the religious portion, there's there's kind of the the, the religious flurfs, religious ones. Um, Rob Skiba was, but he's he's passed away too. Um, there's not uh, Rob or Nathan Nathan Thompson or Nathan Roberts has left sort of. So there's not like uh, leaders in the that's kind of stick out that are prominent, like super religious portion. There's a lot of them, but then none that stick out. And then there's actually some satanic flurfs. Um, there's one Mark Braun. <laughs> so the first time I'm hearing flurfs and it's, it's hilarious. Yes. Yeah, flat, flat. It's a <laughs> portmanteau of flat earth. Um, so Mark Braun is, is the oldest flat earther. That's a serious flat earther that I know of. That's still on YouTube. He literally claims to be Satan. There are flat earthers that follow him, including the guy that's coming on after me. His uh, his main guy in his video, uh, Tanner Stewart, follows Mark Braun. Has done the blood ceremony, blood magic ceremonies that is prescribed by Mark Braun. Things like that. So there's, it's an underworld of of. There's thousands of videos that are tributes to Mark Braun. Um, and thousands of videos that are Christian religious flurf stuff. Um, but yeah, the big ones are, are don't tie it in too tightly because they realize that it, it, it uh, tends to create schisms. So, I mean, I suppose, I mean, I'm used to seeing people, um, I have rather seen people defend creationism and there are always people who do it better than others. And, you know, some would you'd be out, they'd be outright kooks and you could easily dismiss a lot of it. A lot of them would exploit, logical fallacies, uh, which were, you know, sometimes harder to dismiss. In the names of those people you just mentioned, I'm going to ask you to do something that might make you uh, feel uncomfortable here, but can you name any of those where you think are far more impressive or, or give you cause to concern? Um, more impressive. So it made, made you think a little bit more about how to respond rather than just, I can see oh, straight away what this person's doing. No, none of them were challenging uh, there are some that do debates that that are better at debating. They're better at making themselves appear intellectual when they're not. So they they tend to fool their their audience a little more. Um, they're not as prominent. They're trying to be. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have none of them that I listed. But the, the debaters are a little more, but it's a kind of an underground, like it's the street fight stuff is the debating stuff. So. Yeah. Oh, well, let's just say, for instance, that you're you're out in a public setting, maybe a social gathering, for instance, and it's not a debate format. You don't have an audience. It's just you and some individuals some fellow human beings. And you hear one of them espouse flat earthism. He's a full-on fluff, and you take it upon yourself to, in the nicest possible way, in all sincerity, approach them and try and have open dialogue and see if you can move them a little bit. What What's your opening gambit? How do you How do you, you know, approach a person like this? Um. So, well, I I, I mentioned it earlier. The sun could never set. The angular <laughs> size. Fluff and turf by Mr. Freeland. Apologies. That that's excellent. That's a new one. <laughs> um, I love it. Uh, so, so that falsifies flat Earth. And then, how can we know that the Earth is a globe? Well, there's there's several things. One, you can look at the angle to the celestial poles. 
So Polaris is near the North Celestial Pole. And so as you as you travel southward, the amount of the, the dip in angle of the Celestial Pole is linear instead of uh, a sine function or it's actually an inverse tangent function as it would have to be for flat Earth. So that's consistent. You have the same thing south of, of the equator with the South Celestial Pole. Um, there are two alternately rotating celestial poles. North rotates the opposite direction is in the south. Something predicted on a globe and absolutely impossible on flat Earth. They have tried many different explanations, but none of them actually like like have any scientific meaning behind them. They just say words, and there's nothing to to support their. You know, it makes sense to them because they don't. You know, they didn't get to it rationally. So putting just a bunch of words together with some buzz phrases are, is uh, is convincing to them. Yeah, I, suppose, I mean, science, actual science, especially physics, is very difficult and takes a long time to really get to grips with. Whereas just invoking some mystical them and attributing a load of, you know, bizarre um, outcomes to it is much easier. I suppose the most controversial thing I'll ask you in our, our discussion, I've saved this close to the end of the conversation in case it really goes off the rails so bear with me but what did you think of the rise of skywalker uh because i'm wearing this um i like episode four five and six i did not like episodes one two and three but the newer ones that disney did i'm okay with them just okay that their empire is still my favorite Yes, yeah, it is, it is the benchmark, isn't it? I think a lot of a lot of films try to kind of get that gritty, hopeless ending tacked onto their their sequels. Nowadays, it seems to be a, a template. Mandalorian doing it for you? I I've only watched a little. My kid, my kid started watching, and so then like our our I don't know what channel is it? It's under Disney, yeah. Disney. And I'm Disney like Plus. I can't like I can't log in and then have my own view because he's way ahead. So I'm like, all right when he's done maybe i'll but i you know when it, i just don't watch a whole lot of tv so if you're a star wars fan i can highly recommend it, it feels like it feels like old school lucas-esque uh star wars but moving back to the topic at hand we, from from tatooine back to flat earth um the psychedelic fish has asked a great question what difference to one's life would it make if the world was flat uh other than all of the observations that would be dramatically different? Not really. We would all still have to pay our bills and we'd still eat and we'd still go out to party on the weekends and do whatever we do. It wouldn't change our lives a whole lot. Um, some flat earthers would say, well, then, you know, then everybody would know about God. But you know, the reality is that more than half of the people on the globe believe in God already. So it's not really, uh, you know, if, if they're doing it to hide God, they're completely failing. <laughs> Is there not a, 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 an unfortunate chicken and egg issue we have here where if flat earthers were left to their own devices, they probably wouldn't get most, much notoriety, but they do because people respond to how absurd it is and then give them a sort of spotlight they did not earn? That's a that's a valid, valid thing. The problem is, though, that when they're unchallenged, like in 2016, 2017, they grew quickly and a lot, and there, be, there, there was this flourishing of flat earthers because they weren't challenged. So I don't think I don't think you leave misinformation unchallenged. This is the particular flavor of information that right now I am challenging. So um but left to their own, they would continue to get 
you know, YouTube views or Rockfin views or, you know, whatever they would continue to make proselytizing videos like Sean Hibbler did. Um, they would continue to show up in every uh, NASA live stream or SpaceX live stream <laughs> chat saying Earth flat, Earth flat. You know, like that's all CG. I've been there. I felt the heat <laughs> on my face from the rocket. It's not CGI. I felt the the sonic boom in my chest. It's not CGI. I can't oh, that's that. that's blown my mind. Can you? You could never have predicted NASA would one day have to deal with trolls coming into their live streams, declaring the Earth was flat. That's that was on nobody's bingo card, was it? Surely no. And if they were, if they would just you know be quiet, then then nobody there there i wouldn't have anything to do but speaking of bingo cards i do play bingo when i debate the flat earthers oh let's run through some of the greatest hits on here what we got i can see cgi in big capitals there laser test uh youtube as evidence that demand proof but then they never want to see it uh (laughs) um moon landing fake of course is is almost a requirement Uh, (laughs) claims without evidence that new name for gravity sometimes they call it dropity or that, that <laughs> different name. I might actually adopt that one. It's cute. Yeah. Uh, well, th- this has flown by, and I've, I've really enjoyed speaking to you. I mean, maybe you could tell people where they can find out more of your inf- information, uh, so your more of your content on this topic, sure. and perhaps where they can find that excellent bingo card as well, if you put it online anywhere. Uh, yeah, the bingo card's on my website, mctune.net slash bingo, I think, or there's a search. You can just search for bingo. My main channel is Conspiracy Tunes. Uh, on YouTube, that's where I have the recorded videos, and my debate channel where I do the live debates is MC Tune Live. Excellent, Mike. I've re- I really appreciate speaking to you. Thank you very much. All right, thank you.